Hey, everybody, what is up? Welcome to the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate podcast, where we talk about my two favorite things, real estate and wine. I'm Rebecca Yusan, and I am passionate about helping real estate agents figure out how they should generate leads. Like it's the number one thing you have to do when you're a real estate agent. So for the next, for nine more weeks, we are exploring how I think your personality determines how you should generate leads for yourself. So I am so fortunate and blessed. I get to interview some top agents, my besties around the country, and figure out how they generate leads to best build their business, okay? And I'm here to tell you guys, you're going to spend so much money and time generating leads, doing all these crazy things, but it really is just not that complicated. So hopefully today we give you some great advice on ways that you yourself can generate more leads. So I am so excited. This is such a special treat for me to introduce to you my bestie, my real estate partner, my running buddy, Sylvia Dana with EXP Realty. I always hear angels in the background. Oh, I wish I had noises, but But that's okay. So Sylvia, oh my gosh, I didn't think that we would ever pull this off, but here we are today doing this and it's the best. I feel like it's such a treat. Good for us. Yeah, it is a treat. It is. So, okay. First of all, Sylvia, tell me what you are drinking today. Well, as I explained earlier, I'm out of wine, apparently, which I'm not like a huge regular everyday wine drinker, but I like it sometimes. And so I looked in my cupboard because I knew I was doing this and it was important for me to have alcohol. So I found that I still had some shorts, um, ginger beer that goes in Moscow meals that uh, I had left over. So Yeah, that's the ginger beer we were supposed to drink when I went to Michigan for Christmas, but I couldn't get there. So now you have a leftover. So I'm glad you can use it and allow it. I mean, this is about (laughs) wine and real estate, but I will allow it this time because you get a pass for everything. (laughs) So, okay, Sylvia. Oh, let me tell you what I'm drinking. Life fine. It's um, no sugar. Oh, really? Actually, pretty good. It's sweet. It's a Cabernet from 2021. And somehow I got signed up on this wine club. And they sent me a bunch of wine. It just mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen to you? Mm-mm. I don't, mm-mm. <laughs> so, you're not manifesting hard enough then. So we'll work on that later. <laughs> okay. So, Sylvia. Please tell everyone, because we want to know, how long have you been a licensed realtor? Since November 1st, 2016. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And what are the markets that you serve? So I'm in West Michigan, and I live in Grand Rapids. um, And 
that's really it. So I, all of West Michigan, but trying to stick as close to Grand Rapids as possible. Okay, yeah. But you belong to a couple of different real estate boards. I do. I belong to GRAR, which is uh, an ML, uh, uh, which has a, a large board here, but my Mishrick MLS, I think there's 11 boards or 13 boards that are part of that MLS. I'm also a member of, uh, in Northern Michigan, it's the Northern Great Lakes MLS. Um, it's mm -hmm. part Fire Realtors up yeah. in Traverse City area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, up in Traverse City. So mm -hmm. Sylvia has a lot of experience up in Traverse City as well. She's lived there. Yeah, three times. So if you want a beautiful vacation place, Sylvia is your girl. I want a beautiful vacation place. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, we're working on that. So don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, oh gosh, Sylvia and I know each other so well. And we've, we've been together for, well, that we've been working together for five years now. Right. So I know so much about you. But I want you to tell me what your typical day is like now. Now. <laughs> now is much different than when I first got started in real estate. Okay. What it is now is I get up, I go to the gym, I meet with my trainer for one hour. I come home. My animals, I have five cats and a dog, are all ready for their breakfast. Get my coffee. I come on the computer and then I just, I have zoom meetings all day. I'm coaching agents. I'm working with my staff. I'm working with my KB core system, uh, generating leads. And um, now I'm leveling up a bit because now I have a team okay. that help me manage these leads and it's, it's really hard for me to be on the field field right now. But one of my, goals is to get back in production at a much higher level than I have been in the last 12 months because with my coaching business, it's really de decreased and um, I'm trying to figure out how to do it all. As you know, I'm always trying to figure out how to do it all. Yes, that is something that you do. Okay. So yes, if you didn't know, Sylvia is like the KB core queen. She knows everything there is to know about it. So just a plug for Sylvia, if you, you KB core have been thinking about it, just call her and she'll, She'll get you all set up. So, yes. Okay. So, Sylvia, you've taken the DISC profile test. Is yeah. that correct? Yes. And what did it say your personality is? Well, I'm an I. I'm a very high I with D tendencies. <laughs> so, you know, that means like I enjoy talking. I'm, I feel like, you know, when I, especially if I get in front of a group, you know, I'm, I like to be the star and I just am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, so when I get with people, uh, especially a large group, um, you know, it, you know, I have that excitement. I have that passion and, and I love to talk to people and I love to tell stories and I love to hear stories. And, and so I'm definitely a high eye. I love prizes. I love recognition. <laughs> um, I like to be popular. It's just, you know, I think but then, then when I get, you know, grumpy or I'm busy. If I'm really busy, I'm grinding them just all D, you know, very driven, dominant, bottom line, just what's the answer? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. That's me. Yep. I, I know that is you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So tell me when you first started in real estate, 
back at Cold where? Wall. That's right. Oh, I don't even think I said you're with EXP Realty. Uh -huh. Started with Coldwell Banker. Tell me what it was like when you were figuring out what you would do to get clients back at Coldwell Banker. Well, for me, that was a playground. Ooh. You know, I love marketing. I love coming up with ideas and innovating things. And so to me, I was like, Ooh, how am I going to do this? What am I going to do? Um, so, so it was, you know, what did I do? I went to my managing broker and said, you know, how am I going to get started? Cause I just started. And he said, okay, what you're going to do is you're going to watch Tom Ferry videos. Oh. <laughs> So I started watching a lot of Tom Ferry videos that helped me come up with some ideas, you know, okay. open houses, door knocking, you know, just social media marketing, all blogging, all these kind of basic things that I was into. So, so I started because I had some tech, I guess, savviness or some experience. I knew I set up myself with a Google, my business page. I set up myself with a WordPress website and things that I knew how to do already. So that helped, but, but that wasn't what got me any clients. Hmm. The other, but what the other thing, my managing broker said, besides watch Tom Berry videos, as he said, you're going to find five lead sources, no more than five, no less than three. Love it. And you are going to concentrate on working those and, and then maximize on what is working the best. So for example, is social media posting getting you leads is, or if, if you're brand new or just getting started, do you want to start trying that and seeing how that's working for you and get leads from that? Great. That's one of your sources. Okay. Then door knocking. Is that something that you can try? Is it working for you? Do you feel like there's a future in this for you, then great. So I tried that, you know, events, going to events, planning events, running events, doing home buyer seminars, networking. Um, is that an area you want to get? And then I, I found that for me, that's, I loved that. I love doing home buyer seminars and running events and generating leads that way. Um, uh, what else? Um, you know, prospecting, do you want to just get on the phone and call for sale by owners and expires? And of course I tried that too. When I was a new realtor, I tried everything. I did everything and scratched and, and try, just trying, 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 trial and error, trial and error. And, and so, and I, I was good about finding these five top sources, no more than five, no less than three and just working it. So that's how I started. Okay. That sounds great. So were there any of those things or anything else that you tried that sticks out in your mind that you just, you dreaded doing it? Anything? Well, you know, what, I had been in the car business prior. And so I had sold cars. Mm -hmm. And I had my database from people I sold cars to. And they, where was that database? They were in my phone because once I sold them a car. They were programmed in my phone and I, and I put like, um, you know, their birthdays, who they were, uh, what kind of car they bought, when they bought it last, because I used my phone, like my database. And then if they'd call me, I, it would say, oh, it would say like Sally Smith, Chevy Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> and it would like help me remember who they were. Yeah. And so I had that, you know, and I, I struggled a little bit with, okay, now I'm jumping from 
this business to a different industry. And now I'm going to reach out to this group of people. They've done business with me before, or, you know, we've interacted before in this, in this industry. And now I'm going to let them know I'm, I'm in a different industry now. And mm-hmm. so I sent out a letter. I sent out an email. I sent out a text message. And then I just kind of had them um, on a um, plan to, to call a few every day. And, you know, the calling has always been a struggle for me. You know, Ooh. because you're like, mm, are they going to want to hear from me? You know, yeah, we all fall into this. Oh, am I bothering them? You know, I remember um, when I sold Mary Kay for eight years. And, you know, you're always encouraged, you know, calling people to set a skincare appointment with you or do a skincare class for you. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to ask that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was true. <laughs> Mary Kay and learning about being entrepreneur that I really started building sales skills and taking a lot of the training and realizing that, you know, this is customer service. People are looking for this kind of help. They're looking for this kind of support and service and you have to offer it. You're being selfish basically. If you're not offering, you're thinking about yourself and what you're worried about, about what people are going to think of you then offering your help. So I started to change my mindset in that way. And so then with um, selling cars, you know, when people would come into the dealership and they'd ask questions about cars, you know, they, and they leave, if they wouldn't purchase anything, you know, I realized that following up with them in a, with a CRM, especially um, was so powerful and important um, because they were going to buy a car someday. Uh-huh. Who was it going to be with me? or somebody else, you know, and I, I wanted to be it because I knew I was going to be the best person to help them. I knew that I was passionate about helping them get the right price, get the right car, you know? And so those experiences were kind of like the gateway to me coming into this industry in real estate and getting more confident about it. Um, But the phone calls, you know, and just having that fear of the rejection um, is I think an issue for a lot of people. Yeah, I think it, but, but I think it's a mindset we need to change because even if you're not like a hardcore phone prospect or calling expires, you still need to get on the phone and like, and I, you know, it's, it's, it's an issue for all of us. Like, for example, I have a listing that's a land listing. It is going to expire at the end of January because she just wanted to do it for six months. We got three offers on it. They were lower than she wanted. She didn't want to sell at that price. She didn't want to reduce the price. And, you know, we educated her on what was happening in the market, you know, explain all things. But her thing is like, I just don't need to sell it that bad, you know. So so I'm going to have to get on the phone and call her and have this discussion about the day that her listing is going to expire, what the plan could be going forward. Guess what? I don't want to make that phone call. (laughs) You don't want to make the phone. But, you know, so. Long story short, there's a lot of things we have to do in this business we don't want to do. (laughs) Well, but you recognize early on, you're not a high D. I'm convinced the high Ds are the phone pounders. They don't care. They'll just call. Yeah. All day. You're not a high D. You're very social. You, You go for the people you've built relationships with because you already have rapport with them. You said you want to be popular, which is a total high I thing. 
Um, so it makes total sense. You will go with the people that are already your fans. Yeah. It's a no brainer for mm-hmm. a high eye. Yeah. Right. And right. you know, they're going to tell their friends about you and they're going to be loyal because once you work with them, you're, you take such good care of them because you know, customer service. So it makes total sense. So right. I'm fine with that. Right. <laughs> but I mean, with that phone call that you have to make to your client, that's normal. We all, I mean, we want to sell people's properties for them yeah. and it, it stinks when it doesn't work out. But as long as you did your best, that's all that matters. Right. So now that you've been around a while, you're in the groove of things. What's your favorite way of prospecting now? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Well, so because I teach KV Core, yes. I pretty much have more leads that I know what to do with. But of many of them, our Facebook leads, Google leads, some of them are realtor.com leads. And so what we all have to understand when we're generating online leads like this, they're at the top of the funnel, you know, so you've got your sales funnel and at the very top, those people are like the least likely to do anything soon to all the way to the bottom funnel, the people that are the most likely to do something soon. So when we're talking about online leads, our Facebook leads, our Google leads, they're going to be at that top of the funnel. They're going to be the least likely to do something right now. Does it mean that all of them aren't going to do anything? No, there's going to be a small group are going to be ready right now. And we, so with every lead, you want to respond urgently um, to see who, you know, so that, so that those, those potential prospects and leads that are motivated, they're going to see that you're motivated because you responded quickly and frequently to get their attention. Um, but then the rest of them, the majority of these leads, 90% pretty much, let's call it 80, 80 plus percent are going to just be new people in your database that you're going to get to nurture. Mm-hmm. And that can be fun. Like how can you start converting? Are they going to convert next month? Are going to convert in a year? Are you going to get a call of the blue that says, come list me because they think you're, your real, you're their realtor. Cause you've been sending them, you know, stuff, things in the mail. If you have their address, cause it was home valuation or door knock because it was a home valuation or um, call. If you have their phone number, sending them, you know, newsletters from your system. Are you doing these types of, are they getting search alerts? So they're going to see that they're hearing from you and you're going to be their realtor. So that can be exciting for somebody who's a relationship person. So I have a lot of people say, well, I'm referral based. I only work with referrals. Okay. Well, what was so be so terrible about meeting new people and showing them your service. And then you can have a relation, build a relationship with them to, for new people, you know? So, so the other thing about that, is using a system, uh, a great CRM system that's a all-in-one marketing platform. It could be KB Core, it could be Chime, it could be Sierra Interactive, it could be, you know, there's a variety, you know, um, a variety of different types of all-in-one marketing systems. But when you take that that sphere, those those people you have relationships, your past clients, you know, my past car customers, whatever, my aunt Lilani, put them all in a CRM and start nurturing that database they start interacting on your website and it's a very exciting. And so that is a way to generate leads because they are, you know, people that you know, 
that start interacting with your website and start providing value, they're going to be like, oh, she's in it to win it. She's credible. She's on top of it. And then a system like KV Core, for example, starts sending them automated, automatic messages like, hey, I noticed you're on my website today. Anything I do for you? Well, you know, you're day drinking by the pool and KV Core is doing work for you. It's a beautiful thing. Day drinking by the pool. I know. That sounds amazing. It's not really. Well, this is what I'm hearing, Sylvia. And it's partly because I know what you're doing. Okay. Uh -huh. So you're an I. So you're the best at just throwing things out there. And let's just see what happens. Whereas yeah. I'm not like that. Mm -hmm. So as you grow your business and you become a team leader and a, just a leader in general, you're the best at just, let's just see if we can get leads this way. Let's just see what happens. Let's just put some money into it, mm -hmm. put it together, set up the system and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Then if you're a high eye doing that, then you maybe hire a D personality that's going to pound that phone for you and yeah. work those leads for you nonstop and not care what anybody has to say because a high D thinks that they're the deal anyway. Right. So they don't care what anybody thinks about them. <laughs> So, and then you've, you've developed a running buddy and you've just duplicated yourself with the skills that you maybe don't have, um, which is totally fine. And they're going to run that aspect of your business for you. And you're together, you're going to make each other so wealthy and successful. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, you know, we like to talk about having that running buddy, just to somebody to share your energy with, you know, but, you know, I'm thinking about you, Rebecca. And again, you know, because we know each other, we know more about each other than like your average podcast interview. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you are somebody like you say you're an, a high S, but you want to be an I. Oh, yeah. So, and so you, you have push yourself to adapt and yes. show the other parts of your personality that are there. They're just not as high, you know, um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with us trying to work on a part of our personality of our likes and don't like to, to try to, to try to become good at something, even though it's not like our forte. Absolutely. You know, you know so even though like maybe hardcore prospecting Fizbo's is not my forte, I want to know how I can do it if I have to. Oh, quit it. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. Okay. It's out there. You guys heard it. She wants to learn. Well, I know how to do it. I just don't want, I don't have to. If I have to, I will. Okay. It's a difference. Yep. Mm -hmm. But also I think you've, I know you've been so good at understanding where, what you don't, you just don't want to do. You could do it if you had to, mm -hmm. but you understand what you don't want to do. And you're much better at finding someone else to yeah. do those things. Yeah. Learning, learning how to leverage. Mm -hmm. Yes, which is huge. And I know sometimes it can cost money that we don't have. Mm -hmm. But with your business, you have a lot of details. And you're not, I'm sorry, you're not the detail person. I'm not a detailed person, but I can be very detailed. You can be. Of course, we all can be. But you learned really quickly, oh, I have some very detailed people in my life that love the details. They like get crazy off the details. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have them do that part so I can, again, go get more. I'm going to be all messy and creating all this stuff and they are going to clean it up and we are going to become very wealthy together. And that's what you've done. Right, right. 
watched it. Mm-hmm. So I love that part. So mm-hmm. you're you're mastering how Sylvia can stay in her world and do what's best with Sylvia and her personality. And then you have all these other people filling in the blanks. And that's the best. And you know, on that note, and we talked about it when we saw each other last week when um, we were at the Glover Youth Summit. You know, there was something that was shared, Glover Youth Summit, that spoke to me a bit. And I told you about it, the double down idea. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so, you know, let's say you have these five areas of lead generating that you're working on. You know, you're doing home buyer seminars or seller client, you know, events. You're doing, um, maybe you're farming a neighborhood. Maybe you're working on social media to generate leads off social media. You know, you got these different areas that you're working on generating leads from. Um, the idea of doubling down is instead of like, let's say, okay, I need more leads and I hate cold calling and I don't want to do FISBOs and expires. So in, before you start adding this new lead source, before you do it, look at the ones that you are working and what, mm. what, what are you, what is giving you some leads? What is, what, what lead sources are you using that are starting to work and you're starting to be able to convert from these lead sources? You just need more of it. So yep. instead of adding the new strategy, the new lead source, fu- take the ones that you're already work that are already working. You just need more of and double down 10 exit. So yep. what can you do more of to focus on that same lead source to just double it? Um, and then, you know, and then if it doesn't work, then, then do that. So just the idea is double down on the lead sources that are working. Yep. Um, but you just need more before yep. you add another lead source and do something that you don't feel like doing. Sylvia, that's such good advice because yeah. I try to help agents do the things that they enjoy doing, because if you're enjoying doing it, it's not so much like work. Yeah. And you're going to be good at it. So let's figure out what you're good at. And we're going to do that in hyper mode. So I'm so glad you remembered. You told me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Sylvia, we could talk for hours and hours, but we can't do that on this podcast. It has to end. Okay. Okay. So in closing, and you can talk for as long as you want. I want you to pretend that you have a little brand new Sylvia Dana sitting in front of you with a high eye personality, which can shift into a D when she needs to, but never an S. I want you to give that brand new Sylvia Dana your best advice because she has fears She has worries. Like, what are you going to tell her? Like, if you were good to go back to that brand new Sylvia Dana real estate agent, what do you wish you could tell her today that might help her grow her business even quicker? That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I think about where it was like what six years ago or whatever um you know I I was I was older I wasn't young you know I'd been in a variety of industries yeah um I had a lot of experience to bring to the table and 
And I would tell myself or remind my, myself then like, you've got all the pieces, yeah. you know, you've got all the pieces, you've got everything and, you know, do what was suggested and find those five sources and, and double down on the things that are working because as agents, we get the next shiny object, the next shiny object, the next shiny object. And what always happens when things aren't working, when you get frustrated, when there's a market shift, what do you do? You go back to the basics. So why don't you just really learn these basics? <laughs> and again, it doesn't have to be cold calling it can be, you know, I'm just going to focus on doing YouTube videos and making sure I have good call calls to action. I'm going to make sure, you know, I'm going to focus on Instagram. I'm going to focus on doing client events. I'm going to focus on homebuyer seminars. I'm going to focus on door knocking. Cause I personally love door knocking. I don't know why, but I think it's fun. Um, well, you're a high eye. Okay. Cause I like to see people in person. I'm like, hey. okay. Um, and, and, uh, you know, someday so, we're going to do a whole episode on our crazy van door. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, yeah. so anyway, the idea is really stick to what's working. So what initially did work for me is, you know, I told you that I had that car customer list and I did put it out there. And the other thing I did, and the other thing I want agents to understand is, is Facebook, how important Facebook is. It's just Facebook is really important because especially the the biggest group of uh, home sellers are on Facebook. Who are they? They're like age 35 to 55. It's like the biggest group of home sellers. That's yeah. Facebook. And so it, you have to look at it at another as another database and not be a secret agent out there. So I, what happened for me and the way I got my very first deal was as soon as I became an agent, I put a social media post out there with me standing in front of Coldwell Banker. You know, I'm an agent now. I'm so excited. I'm in the real estate industry. I'm blah, 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 blah. You know, put something out there. So it was November 6th, 2016, which is a day we'll never forget. And, and um, one of my former car customers who was Facebook friends with me called me out of the blue and said, Sylvia, uh, you're in real estate now and we're looking for a house and this is a house we want to see. And we want to see it right now. Yes. And I, there was no orientation yet that I had with the, with the board. So I didn't have MLS access. I didn't know how to use central keys because I hadn't gone through that training yet. It wasn't available yet. I didn't know anything. I knew nothing. Yeah. I knew absolutely nothing. And so, um, my managing broker, because it was later in the evening, um, it was like six something. And uh, so I, I um, couldn't get a hold of him right away. And she told me the address and I found it on Zillow, right? And I had no idea really how Zillow worked. And so I called the list. I called the agent that came up for that listing. I didn't understand that it was like just an agent who purchased a, a lead to be able to. You know. Yeah. But she was so nice. I don't need. I wish I could remember or knew the name of this agent who's probably, you know, around our area. But I have no idea who it is. I don't remember, but she was so nice. It's like, oh, this is this I explained who I was and what I was trying to do. And I'm a new agent. I don't know anything. I don't have access to anything. I don't. She's like, oh, well, here's the listing agent's phone number. And she gave me the phone number. So I called the listing agent, explained the whole thing. Don't know anything. Don't know how to use the center. I don't have no, I have no access, you know? 
And she's like, I'll meet you at the show at the showing. So I met, you know, 45 minutes later, I'm there, you know, she, the agent was there helping and figured, and that's just, you know, I, again, I'm the, <laughs> just go, just go, do it. go do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, and I, and I got my first, got my first deal that way. So, you, so that taught me, don't be a secret agent, put it out there. And people have, have interacted with you, especially if they've ever done any kind of business with you before, they're going to be, boom, they're going to be your first people and yeah. maximize that. So I think one thing, if I could have told my quote unquote younger self, what to do differently, I would have doubled down on that database, on that sphere uh, that people I'd already done business with before. Um, okay. And yeah, I would have doubled down. It makes total sense. I mm -hmm. love it. That's really good advice. Okay. So with that, episode two is in the books. Wow, look at you. That so this high S <laughs> has her podcast growing. So both of us have proved it doesn't really matter what your personality is, as long as you're willing to grow and change, yep. you can be successful at anything if you have a passion for it. And we definitely have a passion for what Backing passion. Yeah, like we've talked about it. Like if we couldn't do this anymore, what would we even do? And I think you would do yoga on some deserted island and I would start a bar on some deserted island. So, and we would just be yoga up and drinked up. The yoga bar in Tahiti. <laughs> yoga bar. Oh, okay. So if that's what happens, we'll come on the podcast and promote our yoga bar in Tahiti. That sounds like amazing, actually. We might have talked about that. Yeah, good. Okay, so Sylvia, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and this series about personalities and how real estate agents should generate leads. I know there is someone out there that's going to get some great stuff out of this. And it's all because of you and my bestie and um, us teaming up as running buddies, right? Exactly. So Yes. So everyone go be amazing. Be yourself. Do what's fun. Do what you're passionate about. And Love it. we'll see you at the top. Bye.